People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. again everybody thanks for tuning in to the 20 by 20 ring crew i am your host joe and i'm here with my brother from another mother matt what's going on sir what's going on and uh we're here to talk wrestling as usual um is that what we do here yeah yeah well i mean amongst <laughs> other things but yeah wrestling wrestling for sure uh, we're coming back uh for another episode and uh, as always, we have wrestling on in the background, and we're watching NXT UK available on the WWE Network. That's one of their um, overseas flagship shows at the at the moment. If you happen to not have a WWE Network subscription, you can find more information on that over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WWE Network. That's all one word. We're watching uh, pretty much hype videos <laughs> for TakeOver Blackpool. Takes place on January 12th. January 12th, so by the time this comes out, the event will have already happened. But hey, that's okay. And uh, we're, we're actually watching footage of Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley, who, who have a championship match for that card. It's. I mean, I, I know this is all pre-taped, but it's kind of good to... To, to see Tony Storm and, and wrestling again, given everything that took place the past few weeks with her, and I'm you know you can look it up online yourself. I'm not yeah. I don't really want to talk about it too much, <laughs> but uh, it's good to see wrestling and Tony Storm because God damn it, that's what she does. She's a wrestler. Um, I wish we could just go all go back to that. But, yeah. Oh yeah. It's. It, uh... <laughs> You and I were having this discussion before we started recording this episode about, more or less about the the limits or no limits of wrestling fans. Yeah. And, you know, we, you and I didn't even talk about the whole Tony Storm thing in that conversation. Right. But, yeah, to add to that, yeah, Tony Storm. It's, it's been an, a, a very eventful past week or so. Um, with professional wrestling, with the launch, the official launch of AEW All Elite Wrestling, and just some of the reactions to <laughs> to this situation happening. Let's put it in perspective for the listener, okay? So, if you're if you're a fair weather wrestling fan, if you don't get to watch much, whatever whatever the case may be, maybe you're hardcore, you know, watching you know sixteen twenty hours a week, whatever whatever the deal is. AEW gets launched by probably some of the most influential and successful independent wrestlers that in indie wrestling has seen in quite some time. Is that a fair statement, yes or no? That is very fair. Okay. So it, the company's backed by Tony Khan, who is the son of the the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, correct. Okay, of NFL football. So 
the company's going to start off with $100 million being pumped into it, which is exciting that, you know, to get the ball rolling. That's a lot of money for an independent company to get the ball rolling. And um, they hold this rally, and they announce that there's, you know, obviously Cody and the Young Bucks have already signed. Cody's wife, Brandy, has signed. You have Hangman Page, who has signed. Uh, but then during the rally, you have Pac, who used to be Neville in the WWE. He is somehow involved. To what extent, we do not know. Whether it be full-time, part-time. You have Chris Jericho, which I know a lot of people are kind of taking it with a grain of salt that he's there. But he's a big name, whether you want to accept that or not. He's a big name in wrestling. And for him to be doing something like this... It's going to make waves, whether you want it to or not. And <laughs> it was it was a matter of hours after he signed uh, the contract with them at the rally that the WWE changed their um, then now forever promo package. They 86'd his footage out and replaced him with I think Anderson from Gall- the Gallows and Anderson. Uh, <laughs> I find that very funny uh, because of the potential of him actually being part of AEW at some point this year. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll see. Maybe but, uh, maybe they'll be changing it twice this year. <laughs> but that that part that last part's a rumor though. That's, yeah. that's not official. Everything else that you've said has been official. Yeah, so and, far. And and so uh, Matt and I were talking about um, just some of the the comments on the situation. Just how how odd some of them were, how ludicrous some of them were. It's it's been a really interesting week to just kind of like sit back and take it all in and and see what kind of fucking nonsense this has become. <laughs> Obviously, we still don't know where Kenny Omega is headed to at this point. Um, there was talks between ROH, AEW, and New Japan to work together. That has since fell through as of this recording. Uh, they are willing to try again, and this can all be attributed to Kenny Omega and him not making up his mind. Because uh, New Japan apparently sees it as if Kenny Omega signs with the WWE which, like it or not, that's still an option. Uh, no one will get access to Kenny Omega except for the WWE. If Kenny Omega signs with Ring of Honor or AEW, which everybody's thinking he's going to go to AEW because that's where the rest of the elite guys are, they there's still a chance that them working with Kenny Omega, at least on a part-time basis. So they, if they have a choice, they would rather have some Kenny than no Kenny, and that's that's smart. That's smart on their part. They essentially want, at the very least, a Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, where he's doing Dominion and yeah. Russell Kingdom and things of that nature. So you probably won't see him in the G1 if he is part-time, but you'll see him at the big shows. Yeah. So... It's yeah. If you can get Kenny Omega for even a couple shows a year, you you, you take the deal. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
you and I are on Facebook and, and well, social media in general, and we are a part of various groups um, throughout social media. Yeah. And you and I have <laughs> seen this, like, very wide barometer of reactions to all of this going on. But there's one thing that you and I have both come into contact with through different groups on social media, and that is the opinion of the AEW just automatically trying to compete, and not only compete, (laughs) here's the kicker, but take WWE out of business. Yeah. So I gotta jump in here, please. And, and <laughs> you know, you you broke it down, you know, very well. There was other, you know, guys and girls there that well we could talk about, you know, later here. But that was essentially the the key components. This is what AEW is. It's backed by Tony Khan. You know, it's brought to you by the the, the executive vice presidents being Matt Jackson and Cody Rhodes and Nick Jackson and all that that you said. January 8th in Jacksonville in the, at the TIA Bank Arena or whatever it's called now, uh, they had this, this 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 rally to talk about all elite wrestling. This is the first time that they had a public anything when it came to AEW. From January 1st to January 8th, I'm talking about here. Because at this point of this recording, they have, there hasn't been much talk about it since. It's been a few days up since this recording. At no point, ladies and gentlemen, did AEW mention anything about any other wrestling promotion. They are promoting all elite wrestling. They are not here to take down Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, or any other company, including WWE. If they are, they sure as hell haven't come out and said it. <laughs> are you and, sure? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and if they are, I guarantee you this company is going to fail. I look at guys like Cody and, and, the, and the Young Bucks, and I look at three very intelligent wrestling minds. You're not here to take people out of business. You're here to get your business to where you want it to be. Nothing more, nothing less. So, why the hell have I been hearing by so many marks, I'm talking about you WWE fans out there, you fanboys, why the hell am I hearing all this comparison to WWE? They have never once come out and said, we're going to have bigger shows than WrestleMania, we're gonna we're gonna kick your ass on Monday nights. We're gonna kick your ass on Tuesday nights. They don't have a fucking TV show yet. So, <laughs> at what point did they say they were here to take down WWE? Because they announced one show, and here I am plugging them right now. May twenty fifth, MGM Grand Garden Arena, Las Vegas. It's their first show. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. There you have it. <laughs> the first thing that came out of people's mouths was, oh, so is this going to be supposed to be bigger than WrestleMania? Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Why does every 
big wrestling show have to be compared to WrestleMania? Why does it have to do that? If if you are comparing it to WrestleMania, then maybe you think it potentially could be bigger than WrestleMania. I never said that. Cody Rhodes or the Young Bucks never said that. Tony Khan never came out and said, I want to beat Vince McMahon. I don't know what he sounds like, so I'm not going to try to... <laughs> but I want to beat Vince McMahon. Like, he didn't come out and do the whole Ted Turner thing. Like, I want to beat him. Like, yeah, no. This, this is not one of those situations. <laughs> like, he, he wants to change the world. He has a vision. He knows that these guys have a vision. So it makes sense to work together. I have money. You have great wrestling mind. We can put together a great product. I'm sorry, where, where did I say anything about WWE there? <laughs> and that's just what I've been hearing all week. You know, AEW is not going to survive because they don't have the the talent. They don't have the recognized talent. Okay? One, you have Chris Jericho. That's pretty recognizable. If you get Kenny Omega, you don't know who Kenny Omega is, then you've obviously been under rock. You yeah, know, right. You don't know who the Young Bucks are. You don't know who Cody Rhodes is. Yeah, sure. I, I'll give you. I'll give you MJF. I'll give you Maxwell Jacob Freeman. I get it. You know he's not a huge name yet. Yet. I, yeah. Yet. <laughs> you know, I might give you even Adam Page, hang, the Hangman. He's not as big as the other members of the Elite yet. Though I will say this, with the exception of Kenny Omega, I think he's the most talented. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> in that group. You know, uh, here, here's one that I was telling you about earlier. Get this one, ladies and gentlemen. I had I had a a, a self proclaimed knowledgeable wrestling fan who only can watch WWE. <laughs> here we go. Didn't know. He said that guy who was staring down Hangman Page. He looks like he looks like Neville, but I don't think it is. And my response to him was, I haven't watched WWE WWE full time. I wouldn't even call it part time. In the past three years. And I can tell you right now. That that is indeed Neville. And that is your longest reigning Cruiserweight champion. Since they brought back the title. As a, If you don't know who that is. You're not fucking knowledgeable. You're not knowledgeable. You're claiming you're knowledgeable. I'm knowledgeable. Fuck off. And again. Is he recognizable? Absolutely he is. He's recognizable not only from here in the States. But... All over the world where, guess what? He's being booked. If you're not recognizable, then why are you being booked by any, every company that is worth a damn? I mean, just just the past week alone, whether it was live or taped, he was on four different shows, wrestling companies, major wrestling company shows. The, the, the thing is this, ladies and gentlemen. All elite wrestling is not going to take down WWE in the foreseeable future. And I will tell you this right now because they are a wrestling product. All Elite Wrestling is never going to want to take down WWE. Because to take down a giant like that would cause way too much shifts in the wrestling world that could potentially lead to more negativity than anything. you got guys that out of a job and... Unless you have the Vince McMahon mentality, there's no way you're going to put them all on your show. You're going to house all these jobless wrestlers now? 
you want people, you want your guys to work, you want your buddies to work, you, your colleagues to work, whether it's for you or for an opponent, they have work, and the wrestling business continues to grow. That is the whole idea of all of this. All elite wrestling is an alternative to what the WWE brings. That is that is the only comparison. They are not a competitor. There's rumors that they're going to go on Tuesday nights. Again, that's a rumor. That's not confirmed. If they go on Tuesday nights, yeah, that'd be a direct competition. Only for a while, though. Because if you, if you haven't been paying attention, WWE SmackDown is not staying on USA Network on Tuesday nights. They're moving to Friday nights. On, on was it Fox? Yeah, it's going to be on Fox. On Fox, right. They're moving. So it's not even going to be direct direct competition for long, if at all. So they're not looking to compete with WWE. WWE is still the franchise of the wrestling industry, whether we like it or not. The only thing that I will say about All Elite Wrestling and WWE is that All Elite Wrestling, again, is the alternative to what WWE is. And for the long run, if they are successful, they can be the place where people want to go instead of WWE. If, you know, you can have, you can stay local, you know, if you're from the United States. You can still make a lot of money, because we'll talk about that in a second here. And you can actually have a successful career and not be a joke that jobs to part-timers. Yeah. That's where that's where it differs. And that's where WWE should be worried. WWE, in a nutshell, isn't going to be too concerned right now. And I don't think they should be. But they continue on the path that they're on. And they continue to see declines. Because this All Elite Wrestling, they, they're, not, they're not doing a small venue here. The MGM Grands can hold about 17,000, 18,000 people. That's a pretty big size venue. That's not too bad. And let's not forget, WrestleMania was doing 17,000, 18,000 people venues back before they were doing these big, giant football arenas, which is less than 10 years old, by the way, of them doing that. You know, WrestleMania, what was it, 22, Chicago? It was the Allstate. Was that the Allstate Arena, yeah. Allstate's not that big no. in comparison to what WrestleMania is now, so... We look at WrestleMania and oh yeah they they do you know eighty you know seven from like seventy five to one hundred thousand people but that's recent with the exception of WrestleMania three right so you got to start somewhere and seventeen thousand plus is a pretty damn good start yeah man it's not too shabby <laughs> not at all so but that's been like that for for all weekend and you know what. I give myself a pat on the back because I haven't been commenting commenting too much on it. I just kind of let them talk. I chime in here and there and, and straighten them out with some facts. But at, at the end of the day, if you're a WWE fan and you're you're saying they're going to fail because of this, that, and this, and that, my question to you is why are you so worried about it? Why are you so concerned about all elite wrestling? And I don't get that. I, I agree with you. Like, why? Why, why all the concern? Like, are you nervous? Like, wh- I don't, I don't get it. Like, you shouldn't be nervous. No, you shouldn't be. Uh, the other thing too is something that we've brought up on the show before, and it's like, 
you you downplay the success of these indie guys, <laughs> no matter who they are. Right. But the moment there's even a hinkling that they're going to come to the WWE, all of a sudden they're the greatest thing in the world, and you've heard of them. Yeah. How the fuck does that work? You know? Well, it's it's funny because you and I were talking about the the Young Bucks and Cody and yeah. all the second all of the second half of 2018. We had to constantly hear the guarantees that Cody and the Young Bucks oh yeah were going to be in the WWE. And you know, oh, that's going to be great. They're going to have this and, and that. And they're going to, like you said, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then they turn them down. They turn down the WWE. They form All Elite Wrestling. And now they're the most hated guys again. Isn't it funny how, how it is? Yeah. Because you didn't get what you want. You wanted them in the WWE because, oh, they could have all these great matches. Okay. Why can't they have those great matches outside of WWE? Yeah. Wrestling exists outside of WWE. You know, I mean, it's it's a constant thing, and that's why it doesn't warrant any more commenting. But I do pay attention. I am I am reading, ladies and gentlemen, I am reading your, your, your posts. I'm reading your comments. And for the most part, yeah, I know I'm going to sound like a real heel here. I'm smirking and laughing at them because of how stupid they are at the time. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> If you're a WWE fan, you're a WWE fan, but like for the most part, keep it to yourself because you just don't make a lot of sense when it comes to this stuff. Because it's either you're you're in our company or you don't deserve to be wrestling. You're you're doing you're 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 basically wrestling in gymnasiums and you know you're the equivalent of a backyard wrestler. Is what you are. It's <laughs> terrible. Which is crazy. I mean, we're talking about a Rhodes here. You know, we're talking about Dusty's boy. We're talking about a guy that took that 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 name and created his own name. You know, now he's not Dusty's boy. He's oh, I've heard that too this yeah. week. You know, oh, he's you know, <laughs> no roads has ever made it on their own, and they're just riding off their dad's coattails. Like, are you fucking joking me? How how does that work? That sounds like a bitter uh, old timer. It was yeah. <laughs> it, exactly. It was. Fucking you get mean over to tell it, me? Man. You mean to tell me if yeah. if Goldust doesn't show up, if Goldust shows up somewhere, he's not recognizable? Like, don't get me wrong, I don't think he's done anything worthwhile in a long time, but right. it doesn't change the fact that he's still Goldust and he still was has been the character since its inception. Right. And before that, he was the natural Dustin Rhodes, poised to go through. Um, a, a great fucking run in the in the NWA, right? So, I I don't know how you can just dismiss <laughs> all of that. Yeah. And truth be told, if 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 you're if you're so hell bent on them making their own names, we'll start with with Dustin, and you can blame that one on Hulk Hogan, because the moment any kind of uh, spotlight was given to Dustin Rhodes in the WWF. Hulk Hogan was there to say that he's he doesn't want anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan only liked wrestling big guys. And to him, he wasn't big enough. So what happened? Psst, he got held back. And he be, he had to do something else for the company. And by to, another bit, bitter old guy. Yeah, by another big old guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so now, you know, you 
let's comment on Cody. Okay, yeah, he was Stardust. That's what they gave him. And they were they were happy with him being that for the rest of his fucking career. But he wasn't happy with that. Let me ask you this this question. And uh and we'll put money as a factor in here. But I'm already married, man. Yeah. <laughs> you and I talked about this before. I love you like a brother, someday, but someday. 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 <laughs> Episode one hundred is gonna happen. <laughs> So, <laughs> let you, you, okay. You and I have both worked for the same company. We'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we were we were both told we got nothing for you. We got nothing for you. You're pretty much going to do stay complacent, make as little money as you can, because mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. And then we we walk out mm-hmm. for different reasons, but we walk out. I negotiated for a price and I was told no. I got I make I'm making more than that now. And I a month after I I, I left. It was a month and a half later that that I left. I got called back. And I got told, "Hey, we want you back. We'll give you what you want." Cuz we could see that w- what we what we were missing now. <laughs> Which was news to me. Like, I am still shocked because that company just doesn't do that. Yeah. Like, I've, I worked for the company for 23 years. Mm. I've never heard of someone getting their way. Right. Never. Right. Ever. Right. <laughs> Especially with the, the dickhead that you and I had to deal with. Right. So. And it was like, you had your chance. You had your chance. I'm happier here. I have more freedom here. At the time of that phone call, I was making the money that I was asking for from them. So I could have just gone back, did something that I was familiar with. But instead, I did something that I completely had know nothing about, took a shot at it, and here I am almost two years later making more money. But more importantly, I'm doing it on my own. I'm doing it my way. Why the fuck would I ever go back? I don't know. That's a good question. Cause I, Why the fuck would you ever go back? You're doing it your way. I'm doing it my way. I, <laughs> you know, Again, you and I left the company for different reasons, but um, I am making more money yeah. than I did there, and I'm doing it my way. So you tell me why the fuck I would want to go back there. <laughs> so, so Cody was dressing up. Get you know, painting his face. He was wearing this you know Goldust esque you know type of tire. Mm-hmm. He was Stardust. He was from the fifth dimension, I believe, and he was just acting weird. He wanted to be. He he went to them, said he wanted a push. They said no. We want you to be Stardust. He asked for a release. He got his release, and then <laughs> just a couple years. He's become this world phenomenon. Yeah, it's it's only been what I think. I think I think you can mark his like original success as an indie wrestler. Like it, it took him less than two years. Yeah, and that's that's fucking crazy. So, and and for him to go from Stardust to where he is now, he went from Stardust to a an executive vice president of a hundred million dollar startup company. That's fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy. Why, why would he take three and a half million dollars? Or whatever it was. <laughs> like, 
Because it's guaranteed in the WWE. because yeah, WWE, he's going to have a WrestleMania moment. And everybody wants a WrestleMania moment, What, right? Well, Cody did. But then you told him he wasn't worth much. And now, now that he went out and did it on his own, hey, 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 come do it for us now. Yeah. You, like, put that in perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Be, be told that you're irrelevant. Be told that you're just not good enough. And you say, fuck it, I'm going to prove it on my own that I am. And you do everything that you said you're going to do. And then that company says, hey, you're, uh, you're, you know, you're attractive now. We want you. Sorry, you should have had me when, you know, I was painting my face like a fucking jackass. <laughs> and, but, but, but now you want me. Now you want me. Same thing with the Young Bucks. They weren't WWE product. But there they were two guys nobody wanted. Yeah. And they became the names that they are by their hard work, the sweat of their brow. And now that they're, they're attractive, come do it for us. We'll give yeah. you $3.5 million. No, I'm an executive vice president for a $100 million startup company. Yeah. So <laughs> you could be upset about th- at them all you want. At the end of the day, it's their decision. I get it. But in my heart, they made the right decision. Not because I'm anti-WWE. And I prefer them being an all-elite wrestling because that's the truth. The the second part, I'm not necessarily anti-WWE. But I say that because we get more of the heart and soul. Because as a wrestling fan, isn't that what you want? You want to be entertained, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you're entertained by guys and girls that are willing to put it all out there. Heart and soul. That's what you see in independent wrestling. That's what you see in essentially every single wrestling product out there that is trying to make it. And that's what you want to see in WWE, but you don't necessarily see that anymore, because again, it's I got I'm making three and a half million dollars. I don't I don't have to, you know, John Cena for example. You know why John Cena's not? I'm not a fan of John Cena. It's nothing to do with the, with the you know with the the four moves of doom or whatever how many it is. <laughs> There's no heart and soul. He no. talks a big game. He talks a big game how he this is this is all he does and this and that. Then why the fuck do you leave to go make Bumblebee? Yeah. When the company needs you, the company's hurting right now. They need John Cena. No, you're filming Bumblebee. Sure, the, I've heard the movie was good. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's done well. Got a good score on Rotten Tomatoes. Congratulations. But you rather make the paycheck. Don't sit there and tell me that you're all about the business when you're out there making money and doing something else. You know who's not doing that? Cody Rhodes. The Young Bucks. Kenny (laughs) Kenny Omega. Omega. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. They're out there fucking doing wrestling cruises. They're doing international tours. They're doing domestic tours. They're promoting this little thing called professional wrestling because they love it. Chris Jericho said it very well at the press conference. I ain't doing it for the money. I already got the money. He's, yep. a, he's a very wealthy man. Whether it's professional wrestling, whether it's his books, whether it's his band, Fozzie, the man's got money. He's taken care of. He's doing it because he wants to change professional wrestling. Be- why? There's only one reason why. Because he loves 
professional wrestling. Because even though he is now an older man, he is still that same kid, that same 19-year-old kid that graduated from the Heart Dungeon. Deep down inside, that guy still is in there. He's still running that that wrestling body, that wrestling mind. And now he take 19-year-old kid with that passion and you pair it up with the 20-plus year in wrestling knowledge that he brings to the table and you have this complete package of a wrestler. Yeah, he's older now. He's not as good as he used to be. But he he brings all that passion, all that knowledge to the table. And it's going to be nothing but good things for AEW because of him being part of there. No, whether it's it's a short term thing or not, just having them being there at the get from the get go is going to be huge for them. And this is the reason why I'm excited because again, it's the heart and soul. You have the people, whether they're you know executive vice president or not, or just people announcing that they're signing with the company in some you know form, uh, you know like like MJF uh-huh. and you know and so on and so forth, where it's just like. You, you get this glimpse of I'm part of something special. And that means so much more than watching guys and girls go out there knowing that they got this nice little guaranteed contract and they don't have to fucking do anything. And that's the difference. If you really wanted to compare AEW to WWE, there's your comparison. You opened that phone. You opened Pandora's box. I didn't. <laughs> I was going to leave it alone. But because I had to hear it all goddamn week, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. This is the this is the difference. It has nothing to do with money, and that's the difference between a WWE fan and a professional wrestling fan. I don't give a shit what they make. I don't care. It's not my fucking business. I'm not making the money. They're not giving me the money. So why do I care? They turned down three and a half million dollars. I don't give a shit. Because they has the best DVD. <laughs> that guy. Oh god. And all the great commentary. <laughs> yeah, I ran I ran into that guy. Um, I should post that on, on the <laughs> on our Facebook page. That is AEW in a nutshell, and there's so much more to talk about with them. Um, to take away the the comparison for WWE, to remove that from the table. Some of the things that I, I really liked, that I thought were interesting, the paydays. Okay, he didn't go into details, but Cody mentioned higher paydays mm-hmm. for for the for the for the wrestlers. And one thing I really liked was the equal pay. Yes, equal equal base pay anyway. Right, equal base pay. Yeah. So, no matter your gender, no matter what gender you identify with, if they sign you, you're getting the same base pay as everybody else. Which is unheard of in professional wrestling. Yes, but also, uh, I believe it's the same the same situation with royalties. Yeah, everybody gets same base royalties to start off, and then obviously, depending on the the more success you do for the company, the the better your your rate will be in, in the way of royalties. So. Huge, huge news. And then, uh, again, you and I were talking earlier, there's also talk of trying to get their talent health insurance, which is also unheard of in professional wrestling. Apparently that got some heat. Oh, man. You know, I ran into more than a few people who had such a problem with that. 
I just find that like, funny. Like, why? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I don't understand it myself. Any, if any of you out there feel the same way, I would really like to know, like, what... Why? Why do you have such a hard on? Why can't pro wrestlers have benefits? Yeah. Why can't? Why can't? Why can't they have health insurance? <laughs> do you not have health insurance? Like I, I don't understand the beef there. So if you have some information for me, you can always find us on Twitter at twenty x twenty crew or Facebook facebook dot com slash twenty x twenty crew. Um, I would prefer you do it through either email. Yeah, 20x20crew at gmail.com or in our Facebook group, facebook facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk. And let us know, man. What the hell's your beef with health insurance for wrestlers? <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, it's it's been a really interesting week. I just, I, arguments like that, I just, I, it came out of left field. I don't know where it came from. You're like, I, what what sense does this make? You know, yeah, and, just, and, and we've been we've been going through this shit all week, and I just man, it's mind blowing sometimes. Like, really, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, really quick, you and I went to uh, Warrior Wrestling a few days ago. Yeah, uh, their third show, so they're thir- they're they're still new. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty brand new. <laughs> still, still pretty brand new. Um. I would like to say that I had a pleasant experience. Yeah. With the exception of a few things. But before I get into what I have to say, what did you think of the card? Overall, I thought the uh the card was was uh nicely put together. The as far as like the the actual booking, the uh the actual matches, I don't know what it was for me that night, but they seemed they, a little off, didn't they? They seemed a little sluggish at times and uh, and I, one thing I have to say is I don't know where the hell they got these referees from. Dude, those refs were fucking brutal. I don't know if they were like if they worked for. So I guess we should we should come out and say Warrior Wrestling is, uh, it, it is done by a high school. Yes, uh, uh, we we found out at the show that one at least one of the owners or one of the operators, yeah, uh, has to do with a certain private high school right i'll leave it at that i'm not putting names out sure there. sure yeah but um yeah he he is uh he is faculty at the high school which was news to me i i didn't know that this could even be a thing yeah but as the show went on throughout the night there was a lot of hype for the high school and like hey you know go buy your concessions and and merch and stuff because a percentage goes towards the uh, the scholarship money for the kids at the at the private high school, right? And uh, let me tell you, <laughs> the show is in my hometown. I am very familiar with the town. Uh, I I know I'm going to come across as opposite, but I don't have anything against private schools. But I I have an issue here. I I get it. You're you know you're. You're not only part of the company, but you're part of the high school, and you're going to promote, you know, what works for you. I get that, but it really sat unpleasantly with me that they were constantly pushing, hey, go buy this, this, and this for the kids, because they're, like, they they made them sound needy, and, like, 
it's a private high school. Yeah. Okay, so right off the bat, you're paying a, a pretty decent chunk of change to attend the high school. Second of all, literally right down the street, there is a, a, a public high school, a public <laughs> high school that I went to. Yeah. Um, that could desperately use funding for any amount of things. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like they're completely void of funding, but they could definitely use more. Mm-hmm. And that didn't sit well with me. It's like, you, again, I get it, you're you're in bed with the company because you, you're part of both companies, but you really lost your audience when I would say... To be fair, even if it was split 50-50, people associated with people attending that high school and then the rest of the community in the area yeah. attending that show, you lost at least half your audience. Well, you could you could tell. He should be able to read the room because that crowd, like, you know, if you're giving money to kids, that crowd should be, like, enthusiastic. Like, okay, cool, we're going to help... We're going to celebrate the future, help the future out, get them scholarships. That crowd would generally be pretty excited, right? It should be, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily hearing crickets, but, you know, it was just light applause. Like, oh, cool, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are not trying to take money away from the kids' futures. No, not at by, all. By any means. You know, congratulations to them. Apparently they raised some good money the first two shows. I hope they do the same thing with the show number three. But you're right. You and I, we came from. Put, I want to paint the picture of this real, real quick. You, you heard of the the other side of the tracks, right? The other side of the tracks are usually not very good. That's where you and I come from. Yeah, absolutely. And those kids from the other side of the tracks aren't aren't bad kids because you and I weren't bad kids. No. I mean, we've gotten our fair share of trouble, but we weren't bad kids. We didn't ask to be grow up the way that we did. No. We could have used some help. Instead of having to scratch and claw for every single thing we've got. But, you know, that's not the point. I'm trying to paint a picture here. It just seemed really in bad taste where it was continuously <laughs> like, hey, keep buying stuff. Yeah. Go buy more stuff. Yeah. It's like, make your announcement. Leave be, it at yeah, that. Yeah, be done with it. That's it. You know, every dollar here is going to go towards, you know, the kids here. Cool. After that, that's it. I don't need to hear about it anymore, you know. And so yeah, it was it was a pretty important taste. And again, going back to the referees, it was it was almost like they had like people who didn't know professional wrestling. Yeah, it, it very much came across as that. And so I hope for future shows that they figure some shit out. I really do. I was like, I don't want them to fail. Right, no. You know, I, I want them I want them to be another viable product out there for people to go enjoy. Yeah. Um, I went for two reasons. One, to hang out with you and my daughter, which mm-hmm. two people I absolutely love to hang out with. And then the second thing was to see the Ultimo Dragon. I, 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 I was joking with my daughter. I told her to get my coffin ready because I can die happy man now. Because now <laughs> Ultimo Dragon is off my bucket list. Yeah. You know? It, it was great. It was great to see him. He's still in great shape. He can still Tremendous move. shape for a 52-year-old man. Man. It's one of those things where I wonder, how the hell did they get that? How did, how did they book Ultimate Dragon? I don't know. You know? 
I don't know. I'm impressed. <laughs> it got me to the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, not, not only that, but, like, they had other big names there, too. You know, yeah. Some of the bigger names in independent wrestling. And I mean, like, you had, like, uh, a good 30 to 40% of the the more successful, T, uh, not TNA, excuse me, Impact uh, roster there working matches. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, I'm very impressed. Uh, the other thing I didn't understand was the seating arrangement. So you've got bleachers, I get that. Right. But the way you had rows on the floor, like there was no reason for rows to be split. Like how how I don't understand how you don't take advantage of that space. Yeah. You know? Fill them buy some more tickets. Yeah. Now they rather push the concession stands. I do want to point this out though. I I I recently went to an Indianapolis Colts game, Lucas Oil Stadium. Um back in the during the, the holiday season, and I paid <laughs> more for a hot dog and a and a pop at this event than at I, Warrior Wrestling. At Warrior Wrestling, are you fucking shitting me? Than I did <laughs> at Lucas Oil Stadium. <laughs> oh man! Oh, you shouldn't have told me that. That's horrible. A a high school. Well, it was for the kids. It's for the kids. Kids' yeah. future. Yeah. I guess that's what that was. (laughs) You compare it to an NFL stadium here. (laughs) You know, my like my daughter. My daughter's starving. She 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 was too busy uh, being a teenager before we left the house. And uh, we get there, and she decides she's hungry, but she refused to eat for a long time because she's she's like I I don't go to this high school, and this is kind of horseshit. Like. Why do I have to keep getting subjected? And it took her out of the show. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but she was kind of bored there. Yeah. And I finally, I was like, look, you have to eat. Like, I'm not going to sit here and let you starve yourself. Let's go get something. And uh, we paid $8 for Supreme Nachos. Yeah. So, uh, whatever. It it fed my daughter and, and some... some uh, some kids getting scholarship money yeah. out of it, so yeah, whatever. But I will say this: Did you see the fan bring in the crepe case? Yes, if... I thought you were joking around at first, but this dude had a legit crepe case from White Castle hamburgers. So that maybe that's if we go back, we'll have to bring crepe case. So. Sneak in some crepe case, huh? <laughs> the only good thing about the concessions for me was meeting Rich Swan. Yeah, you guys. Shout out to Rich Swan being so fucking cool. That was awesome. I didn't. I didn't get to meet him. I was. I didn't. I held back that time. I was. Uh, I stayed back. I should say. When we got there, he he wasn't in line. He had already grabbed his food. He was talking to a couple fans, and I didn't want to like hop in the conversation. Uh, and then he he got done talking to them, and he he came over to us. Uh, she was putting. Like, uh, she was getting tissues and stuff to take with her for the nachos. Mm-hmm. And he walked by us and I was like, hey, man, thank you again for doing the show. And he's like, oh, man, thank you. And we just got to talking for a little while. But, yeah, really cool, really cool nice. cat. Yeah. Nice. And uh, congrats to him. He's the new uh, Impact Wrestling X Division Champion. X Division Champion, man. So, I'm excited for Oh, yeah, him. man. Rich, Rich Swan for, again, another guy that got the shaft from WWE and making making a name for himself and... The other side of the tracks, if you will. Uh, you know what? Let's take a break, and then we will come back. We'll talk about the other side of the tracks that is Impact Wrestling. All right. All right? All right. Stay tuned. 
This episode of the 20 by 20 crew is sponsored by Amazon Prime. Sign up for a free 30-day trial and you get instant access to thousands of movies and television episodes. You get to borrow Kindle eBooks. You also get unlimited free two-day shipping with no minimum order size. You don't have to purchase. You can cancel anytime and still show the 20 by 20 crew some love. You can sign up for Amazon Prime through the 20 by 20 crew by visiting our website at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Amazon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the support. And now let's get back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for hanging in there with us and supporting the show. You know, unfortunately, just like everybody else, we have bills to pay. So you're going to come across a, a commercial or two, which is fine. And uh, again, any support you want to give to us, we totally appreciate. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank, yeah, thank you for listening for sure. Uh, before the break, you and I were just about to get into the uh, the other side of the tracks in wrestling, which is uh, <laughs> Impact Wrestling. I like uh, the south side of the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Impact Wrestling held their homecoming pay-per-view recently. Yeah. And uh, you and I both caught it uh, independently of one another. And uh, we were talking about Rich Swan. Yes. Rich Swan. Congratulations again, Rich Swan, on becoming the Impact uh, X Division champion. Yes. It's uh, one of those belts that has had its fair share of prestige over the years. I, I hope he does good things with it. I think he's capable of it. I doing. think he's the guy that can that can bring prestige back to that belt. Um, to the way that we remember it. Yeah. You know? So... <laughs> Uh, but uh, Impact Homecoming, it took place at the Asylum, the original yep. venue for for that uh, company. Back when TNA, or yeah, when it was TNA. Yeah, when it was TNA. And it was a weekly pay-per-view show. Remember oh, that? man, I do remember that. I, so. I actually ordered the first three. Okay. Legitly ordered, mind you. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after that... Um, it added up, though. Yeah, well, you know. after that, it added up, and, and but also like I was at that time, my biggest, my biggest thing was watching wrestling with my godfather. Yeah, and neither him nor I could keep up with the schedule of like sitting down to watch it together. Sure, uh, we're both very busy people, so um, I resorted to watching it illegally after that. But I still kept up. <laughs> and, and I guess that's what counts, at least to me. But um, yeah, um, I'm not gonna judge. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch all that stuff now on uh, the Global Wrestling Network. Absolutely, yeah, they have their own app. So. I, you know what? That's that's another point that you've brought up multiple times to me. What is going on with this company, and why aren't they pushing their app? Their app is streaming service. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it has anything to do with Jeff Jarrett uh, trying to put the kibosh on them calling it the Global Wrestling Network. I, I know there has been some legal issues between them and him, but I don't know if it's just that or, or just poor poor follow-through or execution in their marketing division or whatever. But, yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar, all the old TNA stuff is on that app, uh, plus other stuff. Every pay-per-view. Yeah. Every asylum pay per view, weekly asylum pay per view, every monthly pay per view, and um, a lot of impacts. Not all impacts, but they they like every month they put more impacts on there. So 
It's yeah. And plus, like so many different companies on there. Yeah, there's there's plenty of other companies on there too. So you're you're not you're not just dealing with them. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to check out independent wrestling, Smash Wrestling, which is based out in Canada, they their weekly show is is put on the Global Wrestling Network, and I think there's more to come as far as independent wrestling companies putting their stuff on the Global Wrestling Network. So. Which it makes sense using that name. I mean, it's global global wrestling network. But anyways, um, enough of us pushing the app. <laughs> Homecoming. Homecoming. What do you think? Uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty solid show. Okay. Uh, especially for that company, they're they're amidst good things right now. Yeah. I, but you, like you and I were talking before the show, I had mentioned to you. I think what their issue is with their company as a whole is with all the progress that they make, yeah. it's the little things that are they're deterring their their progress, their overall cohesiveness. Um, for instance, you know, you've got Homecoming, their a pay-per-view, which is a big deal for them because they're coming back from ruins. So it, it's one thing to have good wrestling going into a pay-per-view and then the opportunity to have a pay-per-view. Right. So and they have both of these things, mind you. Going into all this, you have all this momentum, and then they do something, which is very risky, mind you. But they do something with their television, and they decide they're no longer happy on pop TV. Which I'm sure you and I both have our reservations about that. But they're, the company is no longer happy with pop TV. So they're going to move it to the Pursuit Channel. <laughs> now, what it, why they did that was for two reasons. One, they own the Pursuit Channel. Right, the, the investors. The investors well. do. Yeah. And then two, they build it as a movement towards the future progress of that company. Whatever the hell that means. Whatever the hell that means. Now... The bad part about this deal is the Pursuit Channel, basically you're, you're killing your entire Midwest fan base yeah. because none of us have the Pursuit Channel or access to the Pursuit Channel. Comcast. You lose all your Comcast subscribers, not just in the Midwest, all. And, and whether we like it or not, Comcast is a pretty big deal. Say what the, you want yeah. about Comcast. It, it is what it is. So... Um, I before I cut the cable uh, last summer, uh, summer 2018, I had Directv and I had Pursuit Channel, and even with Directv, it is a higher tier package to get Pursuit Channel. Okay. I had the second highest package, uh, which I don't remember even ordering that. They kind of <laughs> anyways. <laughs> but I did have the Pursuit Channel. It's 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 up there next to like the Outdoor Channel and. The hunting channel, whatever. I don't know what the hell Pursuit is. I think it's an outdoor gamesman type yeah, channel. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So I don't know where professional wrestling fits into that. I, I, real quick about Pop TV, that was a horrible station for professional wrestling. Uh, Pop TV, if you don't know, used to be the TV Guide channel. And then it became Pop TV, which is almost like a... The same channel that plays professional wrestling plays replays of daytime soap operas. It's a syndication channel. It doesn't work. It, no, it, 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 ne- it never fit. 
and uh, you kind of just got what you got with them. So um, I, I, it, I get the idea, the, the want to move to a different station. It's just you went from a station that you weren't a fit on to, I guess, you're more of a fit because you're, I don't know, you're, you're claiming that maybe it's a manly thing. Something. I, I, guess. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Other than obviously them owning it. Other than owning it, but you're now officially in less homes. So they tried to counter that by announcing that the show will be simulcast every Friday night at uh, what was it nine o'clock Chicago time? It's nine nine central. Yes. Okay, so nine central. That means what? Ten Eastern. Ten Eastern. Yep. Uh, every Friday night on Twitch. Everybody, well, not everybody, but everybody, while everybody with the internet has access to Twitch, I brought this up to Matt, like, how is this going to convert over? You're going to take all those people who were actually watching the show via Pop TV and tell them that it's on the Pursuit channel, and they don't have the Pursuit channel, they have to find it on Twitch. How many, realistically, how many of those viewers are going to sit and take the time to watch the show on Twitch, even though it's free. Right. So, uh, definitely some growing pains for this company. And I think that's what what the problem is with their with their company. It seems like for every uh, two steps forward, they move at least a step back. And I bring all this up because of the pay-per-view homecoming. It very much felt that way. With all the success that the company is keeps gaining, yeah, there was there was a, a little problem with cohesiveness of the overall show, but also matches as well. You know, we bring up um, the X Division title yeah. and, and that match. You know, you and I were talking about a couple spots where camera work was horrible. Yeah, uh, there were just missed spots. Some of the high, you know, some of the spots in the match were too long. Things the of, the th- setup was just crazy yeah. long. Th- things of that nature, and you, you can't help but wonder, like, damn, like what what actually is going on, to where they keep having issues with all this? And I think that's what it is. I, I think if you, if you have enough of the little things to bother you, eventually it's going to come back to, to make a, a big impact. No pun intended. Yeah. I mean, you and I had uh, watched the Lucha Brothers the night before at Warrior Wrestling and Mm -hmm. pretty much have the same match almost verbatim against LAX. And I'm not complaining because I loved both matches. Yeah. But even even at the end of that match, like, I was puzzled. Like, why is Pentagon just kind of, like, hanging out out of breath out of the ring? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's better ways to. Uh, if he was legit out of out of breath, that's fine. But there are better ways to trick the audience into you being hurt enough to where you can't come in and save your partner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It just it lacked cohesive a lot of cohesiveness. You know, and, and you and I talked Brian Cage again, another performer you and I saw the night before at Warrior Wrestling. Uh, for those who don't know. As of this recording, he's still the Warrior Wrestling Heavyweight Champ. Hashtag one of the ugliest belts I've seen in quite some time. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's bad. <clears throat> but um, he's got a bunch of potential. 
and he, you know, he's he's learning more and more. Yeah, like he's picking it up. It's mm-hmm. great. It, he, like he's got a bright future ahead of himself. Yes. But he lacks the stamina. Like the kid's built like a brick shit house. He's stacked. He, like I was joking at the Warrior Wrestling show. I told my daughter that uh, he <laughs> shits muscle because <laughs> he looks like he shits muscle. He, you know, he's got the look definitely. Yeah. But he needs stamina. He needs to be able to, especially for the style of wrestling he wants to do. Yeah. You know, he's obviously like you said, he's a huge guy. But he's very uh, acrobatic, I guess would be a good yeah, word of putting in. And he could go, but he just can't go long. That's what it is. He and can't that's go problem. long, and that's the problem. So him fighting Johnny Impact for the for their heavyweight title, um, again, it was a decent match, but it wasn't a great match. And I think the lack of stamina from Brian Cage was part of the problem. Yeah. I mean, you're in there with Johnny Impact, who legitimately can be all over the damn ring if he so chooses to, but he, again, kind of forced to slow down because of Brian Cage. You know, he's in there to make Brian Cage look good, or at least he was trying to, and I think it cost the match some points. So, with with Impact Wrestling, they, as you said, you know, taking steps forward, taking steps back, and... That's that seems to be the formula that for this company over the past couple of years now, you they're 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 there. They 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 have the pieces of the puzzle. They just don't know how to make it all work. It, it's great that for the first time, <laughs> it seems like the last the last pay per view that we had a pay per view we had a pay per view main event. That didn't end in some kind of bullshit controversy, whether it was <laughs> Austin Aries or Alberto Patron. But um, here's the here's the thing: you're 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 a bigger you're a bigger company. I mean, you lost your number two spot last year officially yep. to Ring of Honor, but you're still a pretty big company, and you're putting on this pay per view during a time where you know wrestling is is kind of getting back post holidays you know as far as like big time wrestling fans like you know um, myself and you uh, you know we're coming off of Wrestle Kingdom the same weekend <laughs> and uh, and here we are retreated to, to homecoming and there are some things that I just I don't I don't care for and I, I think they have to catch up with the times we brought up the the streaming service Find a way to utilize the streaming service. Find a way to take care of this Jeff Jarrett thing. If you got to change the name at this point, I would do that and, and, and just to push the streaming service. Yeah. Because what's one advantage of the WWE Network? And I'm not asking about the WWE name. I get WWE is a bigger name. I don't need anyone to tell me that. But what's the advantage of the WWE Network. Well, I could watch pay-per-views, including WrestleMania, for 10 bucks a month. Why the fuck do I want to pay $40 a month, $40 for one pay-per-view? For one pay-per-view, yeah. 40 bucks is yep. what you're charging me. WWE doesn't charge you that. New Japan doesn't charge you that. Ring of Honor, even Ring of Honor who's on pay-per-view, regular pay-per-view, they don't charge that. Nope. And they're the number two company in the United States. <laughs> They charge. They don't charge forty. 
Why are you charging $40 for a pay-per-view? That's a mistake. Again, changing of your your TV company, your, your, t- your, your TV provider, because you do this post-pay-per-view. So you, you lead into this pay-per-view, you're pushing this pay-per-view and on everything that comes with it, and then the very next show, the people that actually want to watch pay-per-view, well, they can't watch... The follow-up show. Oh, log into Twitch. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about Twitch. And you and I were we're computer guys. Yes. We both have degrees in computers. Yes. We know firsthand how the general public is when it comes to change in <laughs> IT. They don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want Not it. They will all, fight man. you tooth and nail. You can. It could be something that would alter lives for the best. And they don't want it because it's, they got to learn something new, and they don't want it. Yep. So, oh, I, I, you know, when you told me, I'm like, all right, cool, so I can watch it. Yeah. I'm an IT guy. Yeah, exactly. I get it. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it on Twitch. I'm gonna represent and support them. And you know what, Josh Matthews on on their pay per view say they want 15 subscribers. You know, fuck it. I'll be one of them. I'll subscribe yeah. to Twitch. It's free. Whatever. Because I'm not paying for another subscription. I already gave you money with the Global <laughs> Wrestling Network. But, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm, but I'm one guy. I'm one guy. There's a, a, a good chunk of people that were watching it on Pop who can't watch it. And just for that alone are going to be like, well, fuck them. I'm not going to watch them. And I'm sure as hell I'm not going to watch your pay-per-view because what's the point? I can't watch it past it. So I'm not going to watch it at all. So, the timing of all this is pretty bad. And, uh, again, whatever they have in, in, in store for this Pursuit channel, I don't know if they're wheeling dealing, getting deals with Comcast or whatever, but you better hurry the fuck up <laughs> because <laughs> you uh, you need to get back on TV because you are not, you're not utilizing anything correctly. Ring of Honor doesn't have a national TV deal. They're with Sinclair Broadcast Groups. They are a regional-based company. They don't have a Chicago area yet, which is a big market for Ring of Honor. big market, yeah. (laughs) And you know what they do? They use the internet. They use Fight TV. Catch us us every Monday night, 6 o'clock on Fight. 6 Central Time. For free. For free. Or use our streaming service where we put it out there. I think it's every Friday, uh, the Friday before. So you can even watch it a few days before the Monday night stream on, on, on Fight. Yeah. You know, you can watch it beforehand. On top of that, you get pay-per-views and live events and all that stuff. They're utilizing their their streaming service. Impact Wrestling isn't doing that. You know, they have this this infatuation with Twitch. Okay, utilize Twitch. But it doesn't mean you take a step away from your own product. Why are you not promoting your own product? Is I didn't see any promotions for DWN. Not one. No? Not subscribed to, to Global Wrestling Network. Nothing. It makes me think, like, well, what's the point? What am I paying into? Yeah. Again, if it's if it's a legal issue with Jeff Jarrett, then I can understand. But if not, really, they are dropping the ball. And if it's a legal issue with Jeff Jarrett, I would figure it out as much as possible because that is, in the day and age of streaming services, 
it's not going away. So you need you have all this all this money and potential to sit on the table because of a legal issue. Whatever you got to do, I would not. I understand legal issues can drag out. I get that, and I don't know the details or if it's even the case. But if that is the case, I would try my my damnedest to figure it out because that's another property that I could utilize, and it's just it's just sitting there, kind of just <laughs> waiting for somebody to love it. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first thing or first people that Jeff Jarrett held back, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's what he does. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of holding things back, oh. um, there, has been, there hasn't been very much held back this week with uh, one, one of our favorite uh female competitors <laughs> this is where we're going with huh? yeah in, in the form of priscilla kelly um i don't know how to put this I'm, I'm i'm gonna say it and then i'm gonna i'm gonna try to be uh as least vulgar as possible because i know this is not your favorite subject yeah it's not so but i kind of do like the sound that you make when you <laughs> oh. get grossed out so i don't know here we go so Priscilla <laughs> Kelly, uh, I believe it was at a Defiant show, wasn't it? I don't know where. What, no, I, was it Defiant? I think it was okay. a Defiant show. So she she was doing doing a match uh, for Defiant Wrestling, and um, at one point in the match, she reached into her trunks, took out uh, a very feminine. Uh, <laughs> I'll say a very feminine napkin. Is that okay? Yeah. That works. Yeah. And uh, proceeded to put it in the mouth of her opponent. And I'll leave it at that. Um, my, my dad uh, <laughs> used to, would call them white uh, white mice. White mice. Yeah. yeah that's what he called them. <laughs> we grew up in a house with a lot of women. We, I have a lot of sisters and obviously my mother. And, white mice. Uh, yeah. I've never heard that one before. I, I didn't know what it was until he was talking about a backup in the septic system. He's like, there's a lot of white mice. And I was like, as a kid, I'm thinking like, oh, we have a mice mouse problem. Mouse problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and the internet has been set ablaze because all of a sudden now, this, this apparently pissed a fuck ton of wrestling fans off. And some people within the business, or at least they used to be in the business. Yeah. So uh, before we get into our, our, our what we have to say about this, okay. Um, a lot of the old school guys that I hang around with online, yeah. Immediately, the first words out of their mouth were, "I can't wait for Jim Cornette to get a hold of this." Jesus. All right. And so with that, Jim Cornette did get a hold of this, and. Uh, I'm I'm quoting him. He posted on Twitter. Okay. Uh, he says, "People want my take, so I'll give it direct to you. I expect nothing else from outlaw mud show wrestlers, male or female, because none of you can work. But to defend your bullshit by starting with, well, it's all fake. That's why you, dick guy, and others are killing wrestling. Fuck you. By dick guy, he means Joy Ryan. Right." So Priscilla Kelly responded with, 
A penis is funny and awesome. A vagina is disgusting and trashy. Hashtag equality. And that was the exchange. But that set the internet ablaze with uh, all types of controversy. Before I say what I have to say, where do you stand with all this? There's, there's, uh, there's something that we, we've talked about on this show many times before. It's called heat. I don't know if you, you guys have ever heard of that. I know you've heard of that term. What's that, man? <laughs> <laughs> and what is the one golden rule in professional wrestling when it comes to heat? There's no such thing as bad heat. No, not at all. Heat is heat. Heat is heat. If people are talking about you, you've done the job correctly. Ladies and gentlemen, what Priscilla Kelly did with the her her feminine garments, whatever, it's something that is is known as shock value. It's supposed to be gross. It's supposed to be, holy fuck! Did she really do that? Even before she pulled it out, why, why is she digging in her trunk? What is she doing? What, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, she was going to town in there. Yeah, it took her a little while. <laughs> <laughs> It's shock value. The same thing, especially the first time you saw the atomic penis. <laughs> it's shock value. You know, the same thing that we saw. Uh, well, I'll let you talk about that. Uh, what we saw at a re- recent wrestling show. Um, but this is something that has been a part of wrestling for decades. And generally, we see men do it. She's on to something when she does the hashtag equality in question form. Because what is so wrong with what she did? Well, quite honestly, there isn't anything wrong. This is... Is it is it trashy? Sure, in your opinion, it could be. But it's effective. And all week, I've been, I've been hearing back and forth. And one thing... That I've been I've been getting with, and it always goes to me. It always goes back to WWE fans because that's why I talk to the most. And I don't know why I torture myself, <laughs> but I, I do. And you know, Priscilla Kelly, for those who don't know, was a part of the the May Young Classic in 2018. Uh, she was one and done. She lost to Deanna Perazzo in a, in a in a good match. Actually, she put on a good show, and um, you know, some some people had, had commented on that. It was like, oh. Well, She's done with WWE. She threw away her career. <laughs> and, you know... <laughs> and I said, I was like, well... I, 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 I especially targeted one person, a couple people actually, but one person in particular, because during the entire WrestleMania run, he tried to explain to me why Ronda Rousey was the best thing to happen to women wrestling. Because... She brings UFC, she brings Forbes, she brings ESPN, she brings all these outsiders into the mix. And that means more than actual trained professional wrestlers. So I said Priscilla Kelly has brought in TMZ, Barstool Sports, and uh, many other Media media outlets... And they're talking about it. So therefore, with by, by doing that, she's just as good as Ronda Rousey. Crickets. That's what I got. 
That's like if you're going to use that excuse to why Ronda Rousey is the greatest, then it should work for Priscilla Kelly. My point is this: here you have an independent wrestler who continues to get better as as, as time goes on. You know, she's she's super young, by the way. She's only like 22 years old. Yeah, yeah. She's really she's really young, and she's you know trying to she's still figuring herself out. She's still figuring out the craft. She's world travel. She does a lot of tours in Japan and and in other parts of the world. And here, with this one match, she's become an internet sensation. On top of having a good wrestling background. I don't know where she fucked up. I'm trying to figure that out. I, I am too. I, I don't think she fucked up at all. Uh, heat is heat. You're absolutely right, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna veer off a little bit and and talk about Nia Jax. <laughs> Do we have to? Uh, really quick. Yeah. All right, all right. It, it, for for um, <laughs> for comparison. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the the addition of Raw that recently happened. Okay. She she had a match with Sasha Banks. To determine uh, who would fight Ronda Rousey at Royal Rumble, at the Royal Rumble, yeah. thank you. And uh, there was a spot where Sasha Banks went to do a Frankenstein'er on Nia Jax from uh, the apron. I'm already cringing. Yeah, and Nia Jax just like literally flat out fell face forward onto the apron of the ring, causing Sasha Banks to fall to the floor. Very awkwardly, mind you, and it got it got Nia Jax a bunch of heat. Now you and I were talking about heat before the the episode, and heat is heat. Now Nia Jax, everybody should know by now, is is terrible at what she does, <laughs> and this is just yet another example of the reason she's getting heat. Now, while heat is heat, I completely agree with you. These are two different kinds of heat. Yeah. Nia Jax's heat is because she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing in the ring. And Priscilla Kelly's is because she's figured out how to manipulate the crowd. And piss people off. Just enough to where she's going to get that attention that she's she's looking for. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be, but I, I'm pretty sure in that match, she was the heel in the match. Yeah. So it made sense for her to do something shocking. Mm-hmm. That's part of what a heel does. Do we have to go back fucking half a year or so and talk about Sammy Callahan all over again? Yeah. To teach you people about heat? Fuck. <laughs> so did she fuck up? No. not from a Not from a wrestling point of view. I love Jim Cornette. I don't think I don't think he's quite grasped that the industry has changed. I think because of that he has a very narrow-minded point of view, especially when it comes to what is considered pro wrestling today. Now, while while his beautiful wrestling mind works on so many levels, it is, it is now becoming antiquated. As the years go by, 
his wrestling mind becomes antiquated, especially when it concerns the the current product. And that goes for whatever you're talking about, whether right. it be the WWE or not. He could teach you how to cut a promo. He could teach you to draw heat. He can teach you a whole bunch of things. But when it comes to the, the current uh, product that's out there, whether you're overseas or, or domestic, something, he just he just either doesn't get it or he doesn't want to get it. That's what it is. In a nutshell, yeah. In a nutshell. So I, I really, you know, these... <laughs> Priscilla Kelly is not an outlaw mud show wrestler. <laughs> Let's get that out in the open right now. She's world traveled. She's worked for uh, more than a, a handful of reputable promotions. Albeit, yes, they are small in comparison to something like the WWE. But then again, everything else is considered small when it's compared to the WWE. Exactly. Okay? Everybody knows it's fake. We ha- we are in the day of age, day and age, of, yes, everything. everybody knows everything is choreographed to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. The only thing real is when people actually get hurt or, or you know, or... Or something like that happens. Right. There's no need. At this point, if Jim Cornette were, were to have it his way, he would be insulting our intelligence. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not a fan of that. Don't insult my intelligence. Don't drop 50 stories, <laughs> in my opinion of you, Yeah. just because you want to insult my intelligence. Let's not do that. So... Uh, and, and and while we're at it, let's bring up the dig guy, a.k.a. Joey Ryan. <laughs> Again, Joey Ryan has figured it out. He's figured out how to get a reaction from the crowd, good or bad. Right. And to keep attention on him. So, and, and now it's to the point where Joey Ryan has become entertaining. It, it isn't even about being a heel or a babyface anymore. He's just entertaining mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Uh, like I, I have to keep reiter- reiterating this to people, and this 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 doesn't even concern only professional wrestling. Dick and fart jokes, they're never going to go out of style, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're male, female, transgender. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Gay, straight, lesbian, right? Hetero, bi, whatever you want to call it. N- none of that matters. Dick and fart jokes. Or in this case, vagina jokes. Right. They're they're funny to to at least a certain percentage of the population out there. You brought up uh, an interesting point too about not being real. And you know, all week, you know, I've I you know, you got those people that are like, oh, it was food coloring and this and that. Uh, look, I hope it wasn't fucking real blood. And, and, and you know, I mean, I just—it doesn't matter. The point—I don't—I don't know, and I don't care. I don't want to know. If I, if she was sitting here right now, I'd be like, "Can we not talk about this?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but the fact that people are talking about it—they are—was it real? Was it not real? You know, what what what, her, what does her opponent think? You know, that right there is. Everything that she did right, she got you talking. Yeah. Whether you like wrestling, even if you're like, oh, look at, you know, people on TMZ, they're making fun of wrestling and, you know, wrestling's stupid and all this shit. 
fine. You're still talking about it. Yep. She did exactly what she was supposed to do. Yeah. It does not give does not matter one single bit if you are a fan of the product or not. You are talking about it. You know, and now you know the name Priscilla Kelly. Congratulations to young Priscilla Kelly. She fucking did it. <laughs> you know, I got to meet her. And I'm not saying, I'm not giving myself any credit, ladies and gentlemen, by any means. But I met her at, at an Evolve show. Really nice lady. Yeah, I mean, She was absolutely. Really, really fucking down to earth. I mean, she, like, she just, uh, just had a conversation with me. And, you know, and I got to say my piece. And, you know, I said, I was like, you know, I've been watching Evolve for a couple of years now. And I was like, I, I've been watching you and watching you grow. I was like, it's 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 great. I say like, I got to see somebody at, at that point. This was back in August of 2018. Right. So well before this event, this this uh, you know this match happened. I was like, you just figured it out. I was like, you just here I am just just watching you and like you just you have it. You you have the knowledge of pro wrestling and you know, and she probably thought I was full of shit or whatever. Like just trying to be nice, you know. So I can get my autograph and you know this and that whatever <laughs> I don't know. She was really nice to me, but I just even then I was I was telling her to her face, you figured it out. You have got it figured out. Congratulations. You know how to be a fucking heel, and you and I both know that when it comes to baby faces and heels, we've always been heels. Something special about them. Yeah. Not saying that baby faces are not good, but. Let's face facts here. Being a good guy is a little easier than being a bad guy for most people. Mm-hmm. To be the person that everybody hates, man. And now you've done the audacity of putting... <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to fly out and say a, a, a used tampon in somebody's <laughs> mouth. The audacity of that. She did it. Congratulations to that. And, and, and you know what? Jim Cornette has lost touch with not just new wrestling, but wrestling altogether, because that is the idea of wrestling, is to take these characters, because here here she is, we met her in person, very sweet girl, very soft-spoken, you would never expect her to be somebody to do something like this. You put her in a wrestling ring, and she can snap her finger and turn into this evil. <laughs> she, she calls herself Hell's favorite harlot. There you go. And and that's what she becomes. And for somebody that's been in the business for so long and has been able to turn it on and off the way that he has throughout his career, it's it's it almost seems like he forgot what wrestling is. Yeah. Because there's... this is what happens. <laughs> this is what wrestling has always been. I uh, I need to bring up a point here, and and I I said it in the Facebook group already. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen that or, or, or don't know what I'm talking about, um, realistically, when you when you boil it down to its its basic concept, she did it for shock value. She she did it to get your attention about her character and professional wrestling. How is it any different? Than Mick Foley as mankind pulling a sock out of his trunks, his sweaty, his sweaty trunks, and shoving it down people's throats. Yeah, how is it any different? You know, you talked earlier that you and I seen that recently when we were at Warrior Wrestling. Yeah, Moose, 
who yeah. who is uh, part of Impact Wrestling, mm-hmm. did the show. He was he was uh, on the card. And he wrestled Ethan Page that night. Yeah, he wrestled he wrestled uh, all ego Ethan Page, and he tried the same thing. He took he took his glove off, he put his hand down his trunks, and he went to literally wipe <laughs> ball sweat on Ethan Page. Now he wasn't successful. He ended up getting wiped on his own face, but still, same yeah. concept. Yep. It just didn't involve a tampon. He yeah. was he was trying to exchange bodily fluids with Ethan Page, or um, you know, let's let's stick with WWE and and talk about the other yeah. the other side. How things. how is this any different than Rakishi shoving his Wear ass a thong? Cheeks, yeah, shoving his ass cheeks in your face. Yeah. You know, how is this any different than the stories you might or might not have heard about Andre the Giant? That's right. Right. Yeah. Wrestling and thought he thought it was funny to be sitting on guys and like literally farting or sharding on them. How is this any fucking different? Why? Because you didn't necessarily know about it until some like till we brought it up, right. or, so, or someone recently brought it up. It's not. It's it's all it's all the same. At the at the very basic concept of it, it is all the same. So, it's nothing new. No. There, at Not least at it shouldn't be to you at this point. I mean, if if it's new to you, then you got a lot more wrestling to watch. Um, <laughs> it's meant to get you talking. It's meant to rile you up. It's ma- it's meant to make you unsettled, unsettled, disgusted. You know. She she did exactly what she's supposed to do. It it's not a a good girl, a good guy. You know, a baby face, as we call it in professional wrestling, sticking her used tampon down somebody's throat. It's a heel. It's a mega heel doing a mega heelish thing. Now, this became like a regular thing. I don't know if it would have the same effect, but because this was the first time and you, it was so unexpected out of left field, it definitely worked. She got the shock value over all you WWE marks out there, you're going to fucking hate me for this one. So, Priscilla Kelly's gross, but it's okay for Mae Young to give birth to a hand? Yeah. What the fuck? It's okay for her to gyrate and, like, um, straddle a towel and then try to shove that down your throat? Like, how is that any fucking different? That's okay, but this isn't? Yeah. Well, it's because it didn't happen in WWE ring. Wow. No. What, are you, what are you asking for? Wow. I like you don't know now. Shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, again, kudos to Priscilla Kelly. I, I actually got to talk to her a little bit over over Instagram. We didn't really talk much, but, um, you know, I did get a, a, an appreciative thank you. And not that that's what I was looking for. I just was hoping that she would read it and know that there are wrestling fans out there that was like, good for you. You did the job correctly <laughs> you what again you figured it out Priscilla Kelly didn't do this because she didn't want you to talk about it she did it because she wanted you to be disgusted she wanted you to be a little pissed off maybe she wanted you to be shocked that's why we call it shock value because you're shocked it's not rocket science people it's it is what it is it's exactly what we said it was and she did it. This, you know, 
give her, give her, give her the fucking credit she deserves. This fucking kid figured it out. It's weird that I call a twenty-two-year-old kid, but yeah, <laughs> she's a kid to me, and she figured it out. Congratulations! I mean, hell yeah! I mean, that was that was that was great, and she got the people talking. That is what you're. That is what you want to do in professional wrestling. I get. I think that's the moral of the story for this episode. Whether you're a brand new wrestling company like All Elite Wrestling, or you're a company that's trying to reinvent itself, like Impact Wrestling, or if you're a wrestler like Priscilla Kelly, you want heat. You want people to talk about you. And in the case of it being a professional wrestler, an individual wrestler, it's it's a little different than being a company because it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. They're talking about you. Your name is coming out of people's mouths. Therefore, you've done your job. For the other two companies, you got to get people talking about you and all the wrestling seems to figure it out. Impact Wrestling needs to hurry the fuck up and figure it out. <laughs> because if you don't, if you don't figure this whole TV thing out, people won't be talking about you anymore. Yeah. And that's a bad thing, and I would hate to see that happen. But I think that's the moral of the story. It's people. It, it prefer, just like anything else, you know. How does how does the NFL become what it is? People talk about it. People love the, the sport. People love the Super Bowl. It's a well-known thing, right? That's how that's how you do it. It's 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 as black and white as that. <laughs> I know you're laughing right now because uh, yeah, it's yeah. been an interesting week interesting for me week as, for... as a Philadelphia Eagles fan in Chicago territory. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bears! Yeah, Go Bears! I I hate the Bears, but uh, <laughs> that's all right. I got yelled at by my own family for. For the Bears. Well, I, I had someone <laughs> report me on Facebook for being an Eagles fan, so there you go. Oh, um, man. Yeah, it's, it's been quite the interesting week. Ladies and gentlemen, regardless of, of uh, how interesting or uninteresting your week has been, we hope you've done the absolute simple thing we always want you to do, and that's support professional wrestling. Go see a show, watch some on television, stream some at your house, whatever you want to do. But uh, please, indulge yourself. Enjoy some professional wrestling. Um, and that's what we're here to do each and every week. And talk about it. Um, you can catch us on social media. Again, we're at 20x20crew on Twitter. Same thing on Instagram, at 20x20crew. You can catch us on Facebook. Our official page is facebook.com slash 20x20crew. You can come talk to us on Facebook about Priscilla Kelly and uh, and all the heat she's she's garnering uh, over at our. By heat, we mean wrestling. Facebook dot com slash groups slash twenty x twenty talk. Oh, good lord! Um, you can always email us twenty x twenty crew at gmail dot com. And then, obviously, uh, on YouTube, we, we have the following contest, which are which is our YouTube-exclusive content, where Matt and I fantasy book our favorite wrestlers in matches you might have not seen before. Uh, you can catch all the information for that over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube. And then, obviously, our domain on the web is 20x20crew.com where you can find all of our past episodes, all of our social media information, and even buy some merch. So, 
with that said, I'm I'm going to say go Eagles. <laughs> uh, kudos to Priscilla Kelly. And Impact, get your shit together. And uh, all elite. All, all elite. All elite. <laughs> Until next week, this has been Matt. I am Joe, and we will see, see you in the, the ring. ring.